lunch I eat a sandwich with a glass of Coke to roll. No one can see you drinking when you're working from home. I still produce reports in a professional font. But now when I have downtime, I can do what I want. And welcome to the Existentialist Cucumber, the podcast that believes everything is just tickety-boo. And my name is Larry Wu. And I'm Curtis Withers. Uh, Larry, yes, uh, I do believe, uh, according to our premier, Doug Ford, that uh, the city of Toronto has been running tickety-boo <laughs> under uh, under Mayor John Tory. But will that continue oh, starting next hear, week? Did you hear his other comment? He actually, like, used the term lefty mayor? I did, yes. Yeah. Said so that, that there would be, like, that that it, that, that we'd be, like... In hell in a handbasket, something like that. Yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah. just, just, and that's what's where the the the, the term tickety boo came out. Toronto's running tickety boo. I, I love it when when he goes off script because mm-hmm. yeah. like you know that's just how he talks in you know private company and. But that's such a it's such a sort of like twee British saying tickety boo. Oh yeah, like, like who says that, that from, Doug, from Doug Ford. <laughs> Well, yeah, the 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 headline obviously everyone in Toronto is affected by this is John Tory came out last Friday night. Friday night. Yes. You know, I was heading to the gym when I heard about the uh the, the he had his press conference and just what can I say? Yep. Yeah, he resigned resigned as mayor of the city of Toronto. Um, after admitting to having an affair with a 31 year old, he's pushing 70, right? Yes. Man. So there's a pretty big age gap now. You know, if, if you could argue, if you're 31, you're old enough to make your own mistakes kind of thing. But, uh, I think the, the reason that this was, um, sort of a bigger deal than, I mean, politicians and infidelity, it's not um, anything new. But the reason, I guess, that this is the bigger deal is because it was a staffer. So it was somebody, it was a member of his staff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think, Larry, if this had happened five years ago, maybe even three years ago, it would have been, oh, well, that's kind of a scuzzy thing to do. But, like, your personal life is your personal life. But I think there's, you know been a groundswell of 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 trying to make workplaces um you know sort of sort of safer and uh safe space right yeah so so like yeah so so that element you know in in uh in in this day and age is, is it's a it's an aggravating element right of the of so, you know, what was what could just be seen as like a a sort of like personal indiscretion becomes more serious because of the power dynamic. Yeah. Like and that's why and, and hats off to him. Like he 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 resigned. Well, he made his res- resignation announcement pretty quickly. And then he then he kind of hung around for a couple of days. But it it's has like been made right? official. Since. I, think, I think is it midnight strikes? Uh, yeah, on, on, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow's his last day. And then I guess like, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Because if it was like, say the barista at the corner Starbucks by city hall, Mm -hmm. it would just, yeah, it would be like, yeah, you have to deal with your family now. Yeah. And I think it would be less of an issue at work, but because it happened at work, that is, is, is huge. Now Mm -hmm. the woman hasn't identified herself. I don't think she will. And I don't know. It's one of those weird things where part of it is like, okay, it doesn't seem to be any improprietary. At least I don't think there was any predatory moves by Tori on this woman. Not that we know it because we haven't heard her side of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, his side of the story is that the uh, affair – you know, was conducted with mutual mutual consent and ended with mutual consent. And there's, you know, no reason, you know, at this point not to believe that. Yeah, because, you know, it's not like she's he's leaving the job 
because the, he found his soulmate after 40 years of marriage with someone <laughs> else. And I don't know how many kids or grandkids. Yeah. Like she's moved on. She doesn't want anything to do with the situation. Now she was not the one that came forward. Like this seemed to be like some investigative story that kind of. Yeah. It was the Toronto broke. star broke it. Okay. Uh, on, on Friday sort of afternoon. And then I guess like uh, very shortly after the story broke, is when is when Tory called his press conference and announced that he was stepping down. Um, so yeah, we went- I don't, I don't know. Like, like, I, I don't, I don't know John Tory personally. I, I know a couple of people who do, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't think that he, from 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 their accounts, that he um, is is necessarily the kind of person to take advantage of his position. Like it might've been just one of those things that happened. There was some sort of um, mutual attraction or whatever. But I I think just when it's a guy who's like, who's, who's that much older, that, that un uncharismatic. Oh God. And, that, pan- that pandemic hair. Yeah. And, and that, that powerful, then, you know, it's just, it, it's it's hard for there not to be questions. Safe to say, third most powerful politician in Canada. Mm. No, I think like most of the premiers would probably be more. But does 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 it do the some provinces don't even have the same budget sizes? Toronto, though. No, but but I think that there's an you know like I think from BC to Quebec, probably their leaders are, are, would be more. Okay. But, but like, I mean, he's, he's certainly, uh, yeah, he's running, he's running the biggest city in the, in the country. And what the, the fourth biggest city in North America. Yeah. Well, so, so much for a normal, Normal candidate, normal mayor, see, right? Because wasn't that his his whole driving force right at the beginning? Because we just come out of the Rob Ford stuff, mm-hmm. and he was kind of billed as the boring guy, right? Yes, hey, I'm just normal, normal dude. Yes, yeah, he's a he's a conservative centrist, right? Like he's he's definitely he def like his budgets are are very conservative, and like he's you know. He's he's conservative in like the classic sense of the word, not conservative like you hear about American politics. They say they're conservative, and then they believe in Jewish space lasers and stuff. I'm like that's not conservative. <laughs> There's nothing a- conservative about that. Like he is an actual conservative. He's like he's he's very cut and dried. He's he's fiscally responsible, uh, maybe to a fault, uh, depending on your politics, I guess. Yeah, he's a conservative. He's a conservative guy, you know, and uh, that did seem appealing after the chaos of the Rob Ford era. You knew you knew that uh, John Tory was not going to end up on Jimmy Kim alive because of something stupid that he did. Yeah. And so. So, Curtis, I'll tell you right now, I don't want to go back to the polls right now. I don't want to go back to the voting booth. I don't want to do any more polls. Not that I'm not going to vote because I believe that everyone should, but I really have no interest in finding a new mayor. Not that I want him to stay either, but uh, I guess when he officially, when this officially happens, I guess it's also been a week after. So I think we'll start seeing people come out and throw their hats in. Yes. Yeah, there hasn't been. I mean, yeah, nobody, nobody's going to do it until he's official, until he's gone, right? So... Nobody's yeah. gonna gonna make an announcement, uh, especially until, any especially any existing uh, counselors, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, you know, like he's he easily won re-election uh, in the most recent municipal election, and then also in the uh, his, the, the previous one, the first time he got. Uh, reelected um yeah. you know yeah he got he us just, through covid right he got us through covid yeah you know like he's you, you can you can sort of criticize his lack of vision like nothing there's there's no 
like there, there's 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 nothing exciting planned for Toronto that's come from him, right? Like, mm. <laughs> like, like, like that, and that's frustrating for people who want to see like the the city improve in 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 certain ways. You know, it's very much like the TTC. You know, you might get stabbed, but it'll get you there on time. <laughs> you don't really need to do much more to it. You know, like it's it's basically like keeping things as there. But yes, uh, he did get us through um, the pandemic. Um, but he clearly didn't social distance. Oh, oh. <laughs> I have to give nice. myself that one. Well done. And like I don't know some of the things, and I don't know how how much of these are necessarily attributable to him but like i i thought like cafe teal was great during the pandemic mm-hmm. yep and uh active teal as much as active people kind of, kind of hated it but the thing is it was just we were told at one point in time don't go play tennis with your wife yeah, <laughs> or someone in your household. We were told we were all told to stay home and do nothing, and then we realized, hold on, outdoor good and yeah. just at least some effort to provide some kind of normalcy or whatever. But okay, well, I'm sure the the story will develop. We'll see who throws their hat in the ring. Um, everybody seems to when it becomes the mayor. But the interesting, the scary part now is you now have that strong mayor legislation. Mm-hmm, yes, so. Whoever gets in will have that, you know, gavel. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, I think uh, the the St. Paul's uh, counselor who's in my territory, um, uh, Josh Matlow, he basically said outright that if he was in, in that seat that he would try to rescind it somehow. But it's like, I don't think you can rescind it. You could probably not use it, but I don't think you can rescind because at the, the end of the day that the, the province can tell the city to do whatever they want right mm-hmm. it would be the same way that like not a lot of premiers will use the notwithstanding clause but yeah, it's it is, there but it's there and you just don't you don't use it unless yeah. whatever yeah and only, it may be- only quebec for their language laws and dougie for you know whatever reason uh keep the unions in in check yeah. i guess um this past weekend also was super bowl weekend mm-hmm. i heard this one was like one of the highest watched i don't know if it was because of rihanna or the game itself pretty monumental game right it was a very good game very good game uh, two black uh, quarterbacks first time ever right yep yep um and young guys too like mm-hmm. you know none of this tom brady at 45 or whatever carting his ass <laughs> <laughs> oh god two, two, two young two young guys yes two two black quarterbacks um head to head for the first time in a super bowl uh really good game um you know i know i know that uh larry we were talking before the show there was like a late a late holding call mm-hmm. that really helped uh, the chiefs on their final drive and it wasn't like the most egregious hold so there was a lot of uh, bickering and complaining yeah. about, but but the jersey was you could see the jersey clearly being stretched out. It was if, if you're gonna if you're gonna call a, f- a football game by the rule book, then it was the right call. Yeah, and I'll credit the uh, Eagles at least publicly. They're all saying yes, it was the right call. They're not. They're not. They're not trying to trumpet and say oh. The game was stolen from us. Yeah. Um, Those refs were hired by Dominion voting machines. But then, <laughs> but then you had to sit through. So after they got the, oh, the yeah. hold and then they got the, 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 then that sort of saved their drive. And then they just kind of like, really, they just kind of futzed around for like five minutes. Yeah, they, like did, a minute, they just a ran the clock after whatever of game time and five minutes real time until they could kick that field goal with no time remaining on the clock, and that's what you do, right? You you do whatever strategy will win you the game. But man, that was just like uh, for for what was a pretty good game up to that point. That was kind of a a little bit of a sucky ending. Yeah, I I I, I agree. I'm not a big football fan either, but I I watched I I did watch the the entire game because I was like, geez, this this is a 
quite an exciting game so far. And then when I saw the hold, I went, okay, I, people kind of complain. Cause I think they, they, they keep catching that other weird angle where it looks like his hands on the guy's hip. And yes. That's, but that's not the hold. There, there, that's not the, the hold. hold. That's yeah. right. Because, because that's originally, I thought that's what the, what they were calling. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Oh, come on, give me a break. But then yes, the, the, the tug comes before that. Oh yeah, and 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 it's like the number like gets stretched out, <laughs> like it's 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 quite obvious. It's not like oh, I I got hung up on your jersey or whatever. But um, so a couple of things, other things, the Rihanna halftime show. Now, yes. did it remind you of a Smash Bros. level, or was it just me? Yeah, definitely did. <laughs> definitely. So she did. was yeah, all these like floating platforms everywhere. That's right, and and she's at this very high platform, like. Man, yeah. good for her. Like I, I'd be, I couldn't perform at that level being that high and whatever. I'd be like crapping. But yeah, it reminded me of a Smash Bros. level. I'm sure yeah. there's probably. I was waiting for like ba- like Bowser or Ryu to come out of nowhere and like yeah, yeah, give her, like, give her ultimate or something. Yeah, it was pretty good. I watched it. Um, the halftime show, uh, obviously, like uh, you know, there was the re- reveal that she's uh, pregnant with, uh, I guess, her second child. And that, uh, you know, and I thought, I thought like, you know, she, she, she may not have, uh, rocked it the same way that she, uh, might have, um, if she wasn't, but, uh, thought she did a great job. It was very entertaining. Um, for whatever reason, uh, Donald Trump (laughs) said it was on, on truth social went off on how it was the worst Super Bowl halftime show of all time. I guess he, yeah, I guess he was too busy with the USFL back when <laughs> the, the halftime show was like somebody doing card tricks. Oh. <laughs> that, was, that was actually the halftime show when you're bamboozled in 3D, it was called. Or one year it was the Peanuts Gang. Oh, did, did they ever break out in the uh, 80s? Did they ever break out the California Raisins? <laughs> It's a halftime show. Please tell me yes. I don't know if they've done a halftime show or not, (laughs) but I I don't know. It seems quite fitting, right? The California Raisins to be the... (laughs) Yeah. Like, it wasn't until, I don't know, like the the mid-90s when they started, like, like getting, like, sort of A-list musicians to play Mm -hmm. at the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, another thing I want to kind of point out, this is like a crossover thing with something that you and I talk about frequently is uh, pro wrestling and Patrick Mahomes. Like when he, he, there's this picture, you know, someone in WWE marketing is salivating. It's a photo of him holding the Lombardi trophy in one hand and a WWE title belt in the other, like over his shoulder. But it's clearly, you know, that double w belt yeah and i just kind of went man someone someone in that camp is just going just rubbing their hands going that that's gold yeah maybe they can get him on a show you know oh. that's patrick yeah. mahomes music yeah exactly does he have music <laughs> but it's it's interesting because they were getting into wrestlemania season and i don't know like even the super bowl the super bowl they do a great job, you know, making it a huge spectacle. But I don't know. To this day now, I think WrestleMania is a bigger spectacle than than the Super Bowl. From for also worldwide audience, like there's going to be two nights in L.A. for this WrestleMania. That's because you've been to a WrestleMania, and you'll probably never go to a Super Bowl. I'll never, maybe, 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 maybe it's just me being jealous or whatever. <laughs> so those are good news in sports. Some bad news or people behaving badly. Uh, team Canada's women's soccer team. They didn't get paid. They were going to go on strike, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then the team uh, Canada soccer threatened to sue them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Yeah. So they're right now, as we speak, uh, they just actually finished their game against the United States. So they're playing at like a sort of like a World Cup warm up tournament. It's called the She Believes Cup. 
in Orlando, mm-hmm. Florida. And uh, yeah, they, they were not going to play in this tournament. Um, and then uh, because of a, you know, um, sort of a compensation dispute they're having with Canada soccer and Canada soccer said, if you don't play at this tournament, we're going to sue because you're not in a legal position to strike. So but- they're kind of uh, doing this in protest. Like they wore purple, uh, they wore like purple uniforms today or like, yeah. like at least for the warm up. Um, and they were training with like their shirts inside out. So you couldn't see the Canada soccer logo and all this kind of stuff. Um, but didn't but, Canada soccer also at one point in time, not too far, like basically said, yeah, we, we acknowledge you're not getting paid as much. We're, we're good for it. Like, wasn't there some type of goodwill gesture yeah. or earlier? Like I, I think it was, yes. wasn't it shortly after the Olympics or, or maybe it was after the women's world cup, it, but I remember hearing about that and then hearing it escalate now it's like, didn't you guys resolve this? Like they did. Well, they're, I mean, they've kind of, it's not just the women's team too. Like the men's team, they boycotted oh, right. a, a, a sort of a, a world cup fret or a, uh, like a friendly match leading up to the world cup. I think, mm. um, yeah, right. like, like I think Canada soccer, like both, both members of both teams say, we want to, look at the books because programs are being cut. We're not getting compensated, um, you know, and, and both teams are doing extremely well right now. Like women's team, Olympic champions, uh, men's team makes the world cup. This should be a time where like soccer, it should be all good news for Canada soccer right now, but it's, um, it, it, it's been anything but, uh, and uh, today, the new there's uh, breaking news uh, earlier today on this in that um, the uh, the House of Commons uh, Standing uh, um, Committee on Heritage, which is the same committee that's done the recent hearings for the Hockey Canada scandal, uh, is basically inviting, and I use that word in quotes. <laughs> the <laughs> president and the general secretary of soccer Canada to attend a meeting, which will be, which will, which, which will be public. You'll be able to watch it um, where they will, you know, ask them about the discrepancy between the men's and world teams, um, their funding, their compensation, and also um, some, uh, the way that, that they've handled um, or, maybe didn't handle um, some sexual assault allegations against some coaches, uh, you know, from incidents from a few years ago. Uh, And, oh, and and they're inviting these guys, but also if these guys say no, then they have subpoena power. (laughs) So these guys will be showing up one way or another. That's that's, that's what you call the... Voluntold, yeah, to be right. voluntold. So it's hilarious. Like it's just, it's a very Canadian thing. It's like we'll give you the chance to come willingly, but if you don't, <laughs> we, we we got it covered. Yeah, you're showing up. Let's yeah. just say it. you're yeah. showing up. Yeah, but first, well, let let's be nice about it. Yeah. Oh God. Now, you and I were talking before the show. I said, you know what would have been would have showed a great form of solidarity because I'm because the American team also had a similar wage dispute right yeah and I was telling you wouldn't it be fantastic at the beginning of this game where the women just got to the pitch and just like sat down and just took a knee and just said yep here's the game yeah if they just pass the ball in midfield to each other (laughs) yeah you know maybe maybe they turn it into a Harlem Globes Trotters type trick shot thing yeah um, but unfortunately not, but you know, obviously the Americans aren't going to do it because they have wage peace and you brought yes. up that good point. So there's, you don't want, they don't want to disrupt that. And yeah. Um, but I, I think there has to be like some kind of swelling to, like you said, like, it's like Christine Sinclair. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like are you good? You're not going to pay her. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, it's going to be, she's got uh, more goals than Ronaldo, right? 
Uh, yeah, I think she has the yeah she has yeah she has the most international goals of yeah. anyone. Yeah, anyone. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean it's going to be. I think they said. Well, they didn't say when in March this hearing is going to be, but mm-hmm. it sounds like it's going to be sort of early to mid uh, March, so a couple of weeks away. And it will be very, very interesting to see how these hearings go. If these, if like the higher ups at Canada Soccer saw any of the hearings with Hockey Canada, they'll know what not to do. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, definitely, they're not going to tell uh, the, the the women's team not to be that that to not to be over dramatic like our <laughs> a-hole this week oh yeah oh let's switch over just one jerk to another okay so am i the asshole for telling my co-worker that she is being over dramatic all right i, I, I mean that's, this just, isn't sounding good before we even get into the details I, 24 male, work at a large tech company. One of my coworkers, Erica, like, why give her a name out? Erica, 27, female, has a very unhealthy father, and she is always concerned about him. Of course, one would. Mm. Mm. One day during her break, she gets a notification that her father's condition has devolved badly, and she's currently in the hospital. He's currently in the hospital. Eric was told that her father needs to be hospitalized for a while. So I and a few co-workers found her actually kneeling on the floor in the break room, crying with her arms wrapped around herself. She told us what was going on. And I told her at that moment, he tells her it could be worse. It's not like your dad is dead. Quote, unquote. My manager is alerted to Erica's crisis and he comes in and allows her to go home early. Then berates me for apparently accusing Erica of being overdramatic. Literally, all I told her was it could be worse, and now I'm suspended without pay. I recently messaged Erica apologizing for belittling her, and she got angry and told me, don't ever reach out to me again. So, Professor Emeritus Curtis, (laughs) I think it's a pretty shut case. It's a, it, it is, it is. And if you look at the, if you look at the comments, it is, uh, it is unanimous. Yes. And the first comment, always the first comment, because it has the most voice, uh, just on the headline alone, just like you said, I bet you like to tell women to calm down also. Maybe smile more, right? <laughs> you should smile more. Oh my God. See, this one I feel like is fake. The, the, the OP, it says also the OP, I guess, after offered the following explanation for why they may think they might be the asshole. I greatly dis- I greatly disturbed my coworker and hurt her feelings after I belittled her father's health condition. It's like, yes. <laughs> See, you know, manager does the great thing, right? Doesn't go and sleep with Erica. Says, Erica, go home. Take yeah. take time, yeah, and then and then and then um, disciplines the, uh, the 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 asshole here, yeah. So yeah, yeah, see, yeah. It. I mean, you know, I I just uh, I just think like if you just had like a shred of empathy, you're not uh, you're probably not. Whoa, well, at least he's not dead. It's not a good time to. Even if you said it as a joke or or I, I don't like who why would you even say that you and I were talking at the beginning. It's like someone who's suffering from depression or like chronic depression and then telling them to suck it up. Don't I be mean, such a baby. Maybe in some I don't know, like this is still not the thing to do, but maybe like I'm I'm picturing this person in my head saying, oh, Lucy's not dead. Stop being. But like maybe that this person, because maybe they lack social skills, thought thought instead they were saying like, hey, 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 Erica, at least he's not dead. Like thinking like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like thinking, oh, well, that I, I'm going to help. I'm going to be very, you know, I'm going to I'm going to uh, show the silver lining in this situation. 
well, at least he's not dead, you know, which is still pretty dev. So even if it's well-intentioned, which I'm not sure it is, but even if it's well-intentioned, it's still pretty dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yes, the asshole. Yes. Yes. Onto the headlines. A new epidemic is raging through Springfield, and this one didn't start with Krusty Burger's Whatchamacarcus sandwich. Uh, so, sad day, Curtis. Uh, Raquel Welsh passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I had this thing set up, but I, re- I I didn't realize until now that you had not seen Fantastic Voyage. And I yep. that's the only Raquel Welsh movie I know. And I'm surprised to hear, actually, you had not seen Fantastic Voyage. No, no. Okay, so Fantastic Voyage, 60s sci-fi, scientist, an important scientist. I forgot what the details were. He is mortally wounded, and the only way to save him is to take a whole bunch of scientists in this submarine-like vehicle. They shrink it down to microscopic size, inject them into the guy's bloodstream to perform surgery or try to save him before – they actually go back to normal size, which that would be really gross. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, also, Raquel Walsh, famously that poster from Million Years BC. Yes, that's what I. That's the only thing I really know. Like I knew who she was, and it's because I knew that poster. Yeah, like it was. It was famous. It was as. It was like as famous. Famous the same way like that Farrah Fawcett with the red swimsuit poster was mm-hmm. like everybody had it. Yep. And, um, it was the, uh, I guess it was the climactic scene in uh, Shawshank redemption, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because what, what, what wasn't it that Andy kept putting different women up through the generations? Wasn't that the whole thing? I think so. Yeah. I'd like to, to cover up the tunnel he was digging with the spoon. Yeah, and then eventually it was like the last one was Racco Welsh. Yeah. Racco Welsh did a lot of TV. You and I were going through her IMDb. Mm-hmm. She had like a guest spot in every single sitcom you can think of. And then she oh, had yeah. all these television specials that always had her on, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. She had her. She had two of her own specials. I think they were before we were born, but uh, yeah. <laughs> and and she was also a guest on The Muppets Show. Sure was. Yeah. All right, so the next headline, uh, not so glamorous. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not educated enough in high fashion, Curtis. But this is um, Sam Smith's outfit from uh, the Brit Awards. Yeah. Now this is. You have to actually see this. So please Google it, folks. Yeah. But the headline is designer behind Sam Smith's inflatable Brit Awards suit. Quote: The idea came from my dog. End quote. Yeah. And the the sub headline is, I'm passionate about making something that makes people think and talk and discuss. Yeah. So now you try to describe it, Curtis. I, 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 I've been staring at this outfit for all week and I, I was trying to think, okay, we're going to talk about this on the show. I can't describe it. It kind of reminds <laughs> me a little bit of Dark Helmet from Spaceballs, but without the helmet. But he's, <laughs> he's got like, it's a black like it's Darth Vadery looking. It's very black and 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 sheer, but it's got these big bulbous shoulder pads, and then the legs are the best because they completely balloon out. So it kind of looks like it kind of looks like he's a bit of a cyborg, and he's got like these pods for for legs. Yeah, it's great, and apparently. <laughs> The designer said that it was based on a silhouette of his dog. Because he wants people to th- think and talk, Curtis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, 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 I don't know if we're thinking, but we're talking for sure. I, I, I don't know if you did a good enough job describing it, Curtis, because <laughs> it's, it, it, I'm looking at it and I went, uh, that's okay. Like, it's kind of weird. I think the way, I think if you put, if you wore the outfit and you put your arms, like if you st- stood up, completely straight legs together arms at your side and sat up straight it might form two hearts one giant heart at the bottom from his legs as you said with the bulbous part and then his shoulder pads i think 
can can you see it? Yeah, sort of. Uh, I don't. I don't think I'm sort of. Yeah, yeah. But it's inflatable, right? He's walking around the red carpet in this thing. Yeah. How does he sit down? And it's got the uh, the gloves. He's got the 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 sort of like um, black sort of. They kind of look like 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 he kind of looks like an action figure, like a really weird action figure. Yeah, a rejected one. Like, like he kind of looks like the Cylon. Remember the old Cylon uh, Centurion action figure? Because it had like the the shoulders that came way out. So yeah. it kind of looks like the Cylon Centurion action figure. If you took the helmet off, but also if you put the legs in the microwave <laughs> and ran it over with your car. Yeah. Oh, I. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. I maybe I, I just maybe I don't, I don't know how he sits. Like I barely can kind of figure out how he walks in this thing. Well, he he kind of waddles. Yeah. But I want to know how does he sit down? Like this is the Brit Awards, right? So is he gonna stand all night? Does he deflate the suit? Or maybe it's like the one of those Halloween costumes where the pump is actually like on as small of his back and he can turn it on or off. It's possible. He's also he's also wearing like massive heels. Yeah. Do, do you know any Sam Smith songs other than the one that he that he got sued for that sounds too much like the Tom Petty song? Uh, I don't know really any of his stuff. Okay. I kind of yeah. thought. Uh, yeah. Taking a break from headlines for a quick second, we were talking about the Rihanna halftime show. Curtis, who's playing the uh, NBA All-Star game? Anyone exciting? Did they get um, Sting again? Oh, what is that guy's name? Like Burna Boy, I think is the guy's name. Okay. Never heard so, of him. But anyway, that's who it is. Maybe maybe something more appropriate than Sting. What was it? Was that in Toronto? It was Sting. Right? When I went to the All Star Game, yeah, it was Sting. Uh, which like, I, I was I was excited, right? Because it's like okay, NBA All Star Game coming to Toronto. You know, Toronto really starting to, um, you know, like like there's Drake obviously, but then like just the hip hop scene in general is really starting to catch steam and stuff, and they're gonna it's gonna be really and cool embedded in and embedded in the culture of the game. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get it at all. <laughs> how many, <laughs> you know how how many NBA players do you think like are, are Sting fans? I think I think they I think they they asked. I think one of the guys like politely said oh yeah he's pretty good <laughs> oh, okay on, on to the next headline this one's hilarious because again just like the sam smith photo you have to google this one as well mountain of empty beer cans greet officers at ride at ontario ride check driver charged mm-hmm. yeah, it is it's ridiculous impressive it's impressive it is impressive you 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 Took the words out of my mouth. I don't know how. It's a, the, basically it's the the passenger seat is completely overtaken. Right. Yep. yep. Can yep. you tell what kind of beer is? Is oh, you know what? It's like bush beer too. Ugh. Oh yeah, it's really like low rent beer. So like it's like like buck a beer. Yeah. Like, I thought this might be Doug Ford's. Uh, I like how I like also how so there's. So yeah, you you do have to Google this, but it's great because it's it's uh it's been in the winter because you can see the how frosty the the windows are, yeah. And then and then there's like the passenger seat which is completely covered in bush beer cans, but then there's also um just jammed in there a ice scraper and a and a and 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 a what looks like a a bottle of windshield wiper fluid. And, and, and am I am I to also believe that's a spot heater next to him? That black box that's on I the was, glove. I was wondering what that was, and I think it is. Yeah, because that's safe. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is very. Uh... So the 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 tweet from OPP says, "This is why sixty one year old accused entered the ride program at five twenty three p.m." Arrested for impaired operation, eight driving-related suspensions, property obtained by crime, and several HD, HTA charges. Yeah. Several. Several. Yeah, you know. So, 
guy not being too subtle. Oh, speaking about follow-up story from last week. Remember the Vaughn uh Vaughn Mills uh driving thief? Oh yes. Through the mall. So they caught the two guys. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Two guys from Quebec. They're not like they 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 just decided to steal the car from their homes and then I don't know, go on this weird rampage. Well, that's uh, your your um your your city dollars at work. Side thing about the beer, I guess they're introducing some type of tax on beer, and lately they've been um, some beer lobby has been buying airtime on radio and kind of talking against the this beer tax, and they're using like a low rent Bob and Doug McKenzie um, <laughs> uh, impersonators. Yeah, so. Other than you and I, who would know who Bob and Doug McKenzie is if you're under the age of 45? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> and you're going to get a cease and desist. Like, I'm sure Moranis would come out, out of retirement just, just to take them to court on that. But, um, yeah, catch it if you can. Can, uh, you, can you even see SCTV reruns anymore? I don't think they're on any streaming yeah. At all. I don't even yeah. know who owns the rights to those, to tell you the truth. Like nowadays, you know, if you know who Eugene Levy is, it's not because of SCTV. It's because of Shit's oh. Creek. Yeah. And I, I, the rest of the cast, same though with Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, Catherine O'Hara. Uh, I don't know. I think after that, you, you maybe John Candy. Yeah. you Yeah. But even. Like Dave, like Dave Thomas, like. If you say that name to someone under the age of 45, do you think they know who Dave Thomas is? They're more likely to think of the owner of Wendy's. Mm-hmm. So, um, there was a Scorsese film directed, that was supposed to be for Netflix documentary on uh, SCTV. They did film it pre-pandemic at the what I, I don't know what it's called now. What used to be the Pantages Theater? Really? Um, yeah. You know they had everybody on stage and they kind of reminisced stories of old, but it never saw the light of day. I don't know what if it's ever going to come out. So, yeah, look for it. Oh, okay, I, I would be interested to see that. Last week we talked about the weather balloon weather station. I didn't realize how big that Chinese weather thing balloon was it was the size of three city buses curtis i did not know that i guess that's why it was so visible and and that's why they didn't want to shoot it down either okay so apparently throughout the whole weekend there was what three more of these things maybe not as big but someone interviewed a u.s general and the and the headline is quote i haven't ruled out anything end quote U.S. general doesn't eliminate aliens as UFOs mount. Yeah, I guess it's possible. <laughs> I mean, I always thought that that, that they aliens wouldn't be like doing things in dirigibles and balloons, like they'd have more advanced technology. But uh, you know, you you did you did traverse interstellarly. Yeah, exactly. You know, and 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 by the time they get here, oh, we used up all of our fuel. We're going to use. Yeah, a balloon to monitor Earthlings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think you can rule out aliens. Yeah, personally, but I've been yeah, wrong I, before. I, yeah, I, I, I would, I would agree. So I, I don't. Maybe we'll see more balloons. I don't know. There, there was one. There was a balloon in my backyard, Curtis, and I was kind of mm-hmm. thinking maybe the Chinese were spying on me. Except the balloon said "Happy Birthday" and it wasn't floating at all. Yeah, that's 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 how they get you. They're <laughs> like, "Oh, it's a birthday balloon. That's adorable." Misdirection. Mm-hmm. Um, and the final headline this week, and this one just angered me on several levels. Here, Canadian cannabis is in peril. Mm-hmm. Industry leaders call on Feds to help. Are you kidding me? Come on. Come on, Curtis. Yeah, apparently uh, Can- Canopy Growth, which is one of the biggest producers, 
is laying off 35% of its workforce and closing one of its facilities in Smiths Falls, Ontario. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, one of their facilities, maybe not the one they're closing, but is in the old Hershey uh, factory mm. up there. That's right. Uh, th- that was that was the big thing in Smith Falls, right? Mm-hmm. Other than the Spunky Monkey. You ever been to the Spunky Monkey? It's like their equivalent of um, Sonny's. It's a burger joint. Oh, right, right. <laughs> I've never been to it. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting, though, Larry. Uh, when I'm looking at this, um, this press release about... Um, you know, the, the, all the perils that the cannabis industry is facing. The president of the Cannabis Council of Canada is none other, and I didn't know this, than George Smitherman. Remember him? Yep. Failed uh, Toronto mayoral candidate. Yep. Twice, right? Went up against, uh, went up against Ford. Right. Rob, Rob Ford. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look at him now. Doing the job that Rob Ford always wanted. <laughs> I, I I don't get it. Well, I, I do get it because there's dispensaries everywhere. There was a huge surge. So I don't know. It's kind of – I think it was just unsustainable growth. Like you can say, oh, we're laying off a whole bunch of people. But was it sustainable growth or did you guys just try to capitalize by trying to push so much product onto the market? Because – I don't frequent it. I did try some beverages thinking, okay, I'll try it. I didn't realize you could infuse it. It does nothing for me. And even you, Curtis, you kind of mentioned that while we were kind of prepping for the show. Yeah. That since it's become legal, you haven't had any, right? Or No, I haven't. Yeah. Like you're not making it a regular trip like you would to LCBO. No, I, in fact, like I thought like, you know, because I, I, I'm not a habitual cannabis user but i have used it before and enjoyed it on occasion i thought well when it becomes legal why not you know and and there's like five places right near my house of course just like everybody right like everybody's got like a bunch of dispensaries within walking distance so i was like why not just go to uh bud side or value buds (laughs) <laughs> or uh some of the other ones nearby and uh and um yeah get get uh you know just get a little bit and you know for for like a a night where i'm feeling stressed or something like that you know it's illegal there's no there's no stigma attached to it anymore but i haven't and i just think it's funny that um i remember seeing a a news show because th- there had been rumblings in canada for a while about decriminalizing, let alone legalizing uh, marijuana use. And they were interviewing like a, somebody from the States. I don't know if it was like a governor of a, of a border state or something. And they were like, well, if Canada, if that happens in Canada, we will be forced to respond. Right. Like all <laughs> this, uh, like acting like, like legalizing cannabis was going to, be like the end days of Rome, you know, and as you can see, it's made, it's made no real discernible difference into the fabric of society. Raquel the only Walsh thing it's did. done is like hog all the brick and mortar buildings. Oh yeah. I was going to say Raquel Walsh was not in reefer madness. That was probably well before her time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Getting your, to your point, like taking up prime real estate, and because they're not allowed to show product, the facades are all – they got the strip strip joint treatment. Yes. Right? Yes. Got to black out all windows. Um, and one spot that you and I talked about, we both know, and on Queen Street. Are you, Queen Street has so many dispensaries. not funny. But like Queen West. Um, I think we were trying to figure out, was it, was it Crawford? Queen and Crawford? Yeah, I don't know if it was Crawford, but it was like that kind of area. Yeah, so there used to be an aroma coffee joint, coffee, food, sandwiches type spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they expanded very quickly in the 2010s, and then they started comp- shrinking. And I, 
can't even think of where there might be one now still open but they had that spot which is now a dispensary now it was a corner spot lots of windows and they also had a patio Mm -hmm. dispensary is not going to use the patio so now you have like this what used to be a fence there and i think people are just dumping crap and then this corner unit that's just completely you know blacked out and you know given the strip joint treatment Mm -hmm. yeah just another way that uh, toronto's running tickety-boo larry yep tickety-boo uh, I thought maybe we'd kind of come back to our chat, uh, GPT friend here, Curtis. Last episode, we got it to do a couple of things. We got it to do a synopsis and a, a treatment for a video game. Mm-hmm. I still think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. The Prime Minister's uh, Gambit. Yep, Prime Minister's Gambit. We also got it to write a jingle for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, incorporating the word weaponized incompetence. That's right. Which which it didn't really do a great job, but you know, <laughs> not really. So what are we what are we going to ask it to do this week, Curtis? With uh, with the time that we have left here, is there is there anything? Should we should we do something Super Bowl sports related or John Tory related? Should we should we ask it to write what John Tory's uh, exit speech should be? <laughs> Yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay. And then we can send it to him. We can okay. say, hey, John, I know you got a lot on your mind, so we took the liberty of writing your, your no, no, farewell what, speech. What is a farewell speech? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll actually call it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. Can you speak? Oh, wait. Uh, we can't ask ChatGPT that. I forgot. Is it the too data current? Is not, it's too current. The data is only 2021 for ChatGPT, so it would... We could we could still ask it because it would still know who John Tory is. Yeah, so I think it's true. fair, but it doesn't know about the uh, controversy, right? Yeah, yeah. Question is: Can you write a farewell speech for John Tory, Mayor of Toronto, when he leaves office? Do, 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 oh, it's coming in. All right, dear. Okay, I I, don't, I can't do a John Tory uh, impersonation. He doesn't really have any affectations or anything. No, voice, of course right? not. He's bland. He's the yeah. blind man. <laughs> Dear citizens of Toronto, as I come to the end of my term as your mayor, I am filled with mixed emotions. On one hand, I am proud of many of my accomplishments we have achieved together over the past years. On the other hand, I am sad to be leaving this wonderful city that has been my home for so long. It has been an incredible privilege to serve as your mayor, and I want to express my deep gratitude for the trust and support that you've given me during my time in office. I've truly humbled by the commitment, resilience, and determination of our city's residents to make Toronto a better place to live, work, and raise a family. Oh my God, Curtis, this is long. <laughs> uh, let's 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 skip. In closing, I want to say how honored I have been to serve as your mayor. Thank you for allowing me to be part of this great city and for giving me the opportunity to work on behalf of our residents. I will always cherish the memories uh, of my time as mayor of Toronto and will always be proud to be a Torontonian. Thank you and goodbye. See, even the goodbye, like, just need that boring ending, right? Yeah. I like that. In closing. (laughs) (laughs) In closing, I did it because she was hot. But you know what? In classic, that is actually a brilliant John Tory farewell speech because it says all my accomplishments without listing a single one. That's classic Tory. Yeah, and and what what he the rest of the the speech that I covered goes into some details about you know the ups and without saying oh we've had lots of ups and downs like he's they're they're kind of specific in talking about you know growing in a diverse city, you know, investments in public safety, education, job creation, you know, building resiliency. There was chat about the pandemic um, and economic crisis. So, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. hey, this probably would have been a really good speech if he left on his own terms. Yeah, that's right. So I'm going to get I'm I'm, I'm, going to write uh, my speech. My farewell speech. There needs to be more data on you. Oh, for sure. I think everyone should write there. Yeah, you should. You should. You 
someone they should get ChatGPT to write your um, resignation. Can you can you ask it to uh, write a debate on which cola is better, Coke or Pepsi? So which one should we have it side with? Because I think that's oh, um, have it. <laughs> it's 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 a. Uh... An argument for why Coke is the superior color to Pepsi, written by Wolverine of the X-Men. Ah, very good. If there's not at least like three bubs, ChatGPT needs needs uh, <laughs> needs to expand its database. Uh, so can you write an argument for why Coke is better than Pepsi in the character of Wolverine yeah. or yeah. or as the character? Yeah. Other people are generating code and fixing the universe. We're like making it do stupid crap. Well, of course. This is oh, how Curtis, it. man of little faith. Listen, bub, I know a thing or two about what makes a good drink. After all, I've been around for over a century and I've tasted just about everything. And when it comes to cola, there's only one option for me, and that's Coke. First off, let's talk about the taste. Coke has a bold, unmistakable flavor, and it hits you right in the taste buds. It's sweet, but not too sweet. It has the right amount of carbonation to give you a satisfying fizz. When I need a pick-me-up after a long day of fighting bad guys, nothing beats the refreshing taste of ice-cold Coke. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll love this line. Again, it's, it's quite long. Now, now here's 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 like that's why you would drink Coke. Yeah. Here's him. Here's him dissing Pepsi. Now I know some of you prefer Pepsi, and that's fine. But for me, there's just no comparison. Pepsi is too sweet, too sugary, and doesn't have the same kick that Coke does. Plus, it doesn't have the same kind of cultural cachet that Coke does. Uh, that's, that, that, I don't think I don't think Wolverine would say you know anything yeah. about cultural cachet. I mean, who wants to be associated with a drink that was once marketed with the tagline "the choice of a new generation"? Not me, bub. <laughs> so he says, "Bub." He says, "Bub." I think about three times, okay. four times within this argument. Excellent. And his closing argument is, so there you have it, folks. If you want a drink that's bold, refreshing, and steeped in tradition, there's only one choice, and that is Coke. Trust me, as the best at what I do, I know a thing or two ah, when I taste it. Yes. <laughs> they lost me with the cultural cachet, eh? but they brought it back with the best at what I do. Excellent work, Chat GPT. Yeah, I haven't laughed that hard in a while. I'll give, I'll give, I'll give it a, I'll give it a ring for that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's, uh, yeah, that's that's our that's our segment, uh, new segment on the cucumber, making Chat GPT do stupid things. That this one, that this one, this this is a great one, Curtis. You, you must have been uh, paying extra attention in improv class. <laughs> uh, that was very satisfying. Oh, there is there is there is reference to him being a, a mutant in this in, oh, okay. in this. Um, <laughs> as a mutant with a long history of my own, I appreciate that kind of staying power. <laughs> <laughs> no mention of his claws, but definitely mention of his of his long lifespan on yeah, occasions. Well, because I, I don't. Th- how how do you like you know? Oh, I can't I can't open a bottle of Pepsi with my claws. Like yeah, you just say like <laughs> he's talking about the cultural cachet. You talk about <laughs> nothing like popping popping the ring top with with one of my indestructible adamantium claws. Yeah, no, 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 no reference to adamantium. <laughs> you know. Just bumps. I, I did. I, I appreciated that that there was a bump right off the top. Though that's pretty good. Yeah, you you, you thought it wouldn't, right? Well, I was. Yeah, I was. I was cautiously optimistic, but it, it paid dividends in more way than I could imagine. That's pretty good. Hey, that's that's great. So. Thank you again for listening to The Existentialist Cucumber. You can catch Curtis and I weekly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcasts. Now, on those platforms that you can give us a rating, please give us a rating. How about a five-star? 
write a comment down if possible and hit that subscribe button, right? Uh, Curtis, have you finally composed yourself from the hysterical laughter from the Wolverine argument? Hey, watch it, bub. <laughs> Any last words there, Curtis? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know how you can top the Wolverine debate. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy a cool, refreshing Coke. All the cultural <laughs> cachet that comes with it, bub. Because I'm the best at what I do. <laughs> As you light a cigarette, a yeah. cigar. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! See, um, I think next. I think it would have been too long to to read, but we should have picked uh, someone to argue against him. Actually, yeah, actually I was write. thinking like yeah, like Batman or something. Batman Wolverine. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe for next time. <laughs> maybe. Maybe we'll do like a Wolverine Batman cooking show. <laughs> Well, they're 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 trying to teach you how to make a lasagna or something. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I think right. I think they would have good chemistry together. I think so. Well, thanks you again for listening, and just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber. I'm living the good life while I'm working from home.